Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it may be. I'm Christopher Morales, and hey, it's a little different this time, right? Usually you're used to seeing me on the screen on my YouTube video or some post on my Instagram, but this time you're actually hearing my voice, and I'm super excited about this project that me and somebody you'll be meeting here soon have been putting together months in the making. So that being said, I'd like to introduce you guys to the very first episode, one of many, of those Bond Guys podcast featuring my co-host and partner in crime, David. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Christopher. How are you doing? Oh, man. Fantastic. I'm super excited to get this going. I know it's been months in it's the making. It's been a while. It's getting all these pieces into I know. place oh, and all the equipment man. and all, everything ready. Yeah. But uh, we're here and we're, we're ready to go. I cannot wait. So uh, this episode's obviously the intro uh, where we're going to be talking about how David and I met and uh, how it came to be the idea of the podcast and kind of just going through some fun things bond related that will hopefully get you guys to know me and and david a little bit better so why not tell them how we met yeah it's kind of an interesting story you know obviously as members of uh, this community that we're in uh we um really didn't know each other at all we live in the same city the same greater sacramento area here in california and um we met by uh, me seeing christopher on a video by david zarisky who we all know um, and he mentioned something on that video about, uh, the mall that's local to us. And I said, Hey, that's, that's right near where I am. Uh, and so I contacted him and we got in touch and, uh, kind of been talking ever since yeah. making plans, um, hosting events and all kinds yeah. of things. And, uh, we're excited for this next venture. Oh yeah. I know, uh, we actually hosted a casino Royale night, which was a lot of fun. Uh, we kind of set up, uh, the movie in the kind of like a drive-in movie type of thing, if you will, in my backyard. Uh, David supplied the uh, the the sound system because you are very familiar with sound systems and such, right? Because yeah, my uh, day job, I'm a, a musician, a mm -hmm. choir teacher, and a musician. So uh, it was exciting to be part of that event, and uh, yeah, excited to, to exciting to see that on the the big screen, I guess you say, in yeah. the backyard. But uh, uh, with some some cool attendees and even Aston uh, Martin showed uh, up and a real Aston Martin yeah. and all those things we'll be getting that more I'm sure in future uh, future podcasts oh yeah and then we got to spend more time together at Mission Twenty One which you guys if if you've been following my Instagram you guys remember that uh, adventure for sure I mean that was an absolute blast and again thank you for coming to that it meant a lot to be part of my twenty first birthday absolutely and, that in was Vegas a, it was oh, a man. true bond event it was I think in yeah. terms of from head to toe <laughs> yeah yeah well Chris why don't you why don't we talk a little bit about why we're starting this podcast uh, as kind of an intro yeah so you know I love the tagline i guess if you will uh, we kind of discussed and it, it's it kind of goes like like this it's two bond fans two perspectives but one podcast to break down 60 years over 60 years 007 and i think that kind of just encapsulate everything of what we want to do um we're people from the west coast the uh, us of a and would love to share that perspective you know kind of talking about what it's like to be a bond fan over here and, and what that can bring to the table and what exciting moments we can bring from there and and you know again we're two new individuals to the podcasting world that could bring our own fun perspectives and kind of have some debates have some interviews Definitely. you know who knows where this can go it's kind of just 
another outlet to just talk about Bond. Yeah, and I think as Christopher said, we're both from kind of the West Coast. I'm, I'm. You'll learn quickly. I'm a little older than Christopher, <laughs> not that much, uh, but uh, that you know, I I've been involved with Bond for for. A little more than Chris, um, but both of us obviously are, are dedicated in the community. And I think both of us have seen a void, especially where we live, um, kind of connecting that maybe is not seen in other places uh, in the U.S. or abroad. And so we wanted to just kind of become part of that conversation, both with each other, but putting that out there um, to other Bond fans um, and talk about the things that we love about Bond, things like uh, the sartorial elements, obviously, Christopher, mm-hmm. with your uh, thrifting for Bond. Yep. I know I was uh, doing a lot of you know, frugal bond shopping and things. Um, and uh, I think we both kind of have connected over that, uh, yeah. definitely. And, and I'm sure those are things that will come up on our, our podcast as we go. Um, should we tell them a little bit about some of the types of things that we're looking at, at talking about? Yeah, I'm. so, you know, we're not just going to be winging it. You know, no pun intended. Not completely, at least. No pun intended. <laughs> you know, I'm a pilot, but no pun intended. Uh, but we kind of have some exciting things coming up on the on, on the horizon here. We want to do a really fun series, which you guys will hopefully enjoy. We're going to bring guests on or uh, have single podcast episodes on how to do different Bond things, Bond-themed things, whether it's... Uh, how to Bond. Yeah, How to Bond <laughs> is going to be the, the title of those episodes, whether it's how to get a watch like an Omega or even look for a great uh, frugal alternative. Um how to own an Aston Martin. We have uh, some really cool friends that uh, can share some insight on that. And Absolutely. Just... How to purchase from certain Bond right, brands. And exactly. I'm sure we'll have some stories about those as we go. Yeah. And I know we're both looking forward to having some guests on. We've oh, yeah. talked to uh, some people and we're uh, looking forward to having them share some of their expertise as well. Oh, yeah. And that by that by all means, like if you guys are interested to just have a chance to talk with us about Bond, you know, and feel free to give us a either shoot me a message on Instagram or wherever you can find the podcast. Let us know. We'd love to get in contact and talk about bond. I mean, that's what it's all about. Just kind of building that community, you know? Yeah. And then I'm sure, you know, we're, we've already put on uh, one event and I'm sure we're going to be looking at others. Uh, We've already had some trips, which I think we'll talk about more in the future as well. Um, All things about kind of the bond lifestyle. And I'm sure we're also going to talk specifically about the movies uh, as well as the books as well. we've, We've talked a little bit about that as well. Well, I think, Christopher, uh, since this is our first episode, Mm -hmm. and some people might know you a little bit more than me, but I think they could get to know both of us a little bit more either way, I think that one fun way to do that, that we had talked about, was Mm -hmm. to do kind of an introduction of us through some of the famous Bond tropes Mm -hmm. that we all know and love. Uh, And obviously we know in our community there's people that love every movie, uh, every different Bond, Uh, some people maybe don't like Die Another Day as such. Some people mm. love it. Maybe that's me. Uh, but, this may get controversial um, here, guys. We'll yeah, see. <laughs> you know, and I think so through this, I'm hoping that people kind of get in our intro video a little bit know, to know more about us Yeah. Um, and as we go forth. Um, so sh- are you ready to get started? Let's do it. Okay, we're going to start with a big one. Mm-hmm. And this is your favorite Bond. Okay. Now, we've talked about this a little bit that there could be a little bit of overlap here. Right. So our yeah. agreement was if there's overlap, we're going to keep going down the list till we have one that doesn't match. Let's do let's let's how about this? I'll count to 3 and we'll just say the last name of of what we're thinking. And if there's overlap, we got to go, go to the next, next one. one, all right? Ready? Okay. Let's do it. You count. All right. 1 2 3 Connery. 
Wow. Oh, okay. Okay, we knew. Well, I, we kind of had a feeling, right, that that might be the case. Okay. I, I'm hoping the second one will be a little bit different. All right. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. Brosnan. Brosnan. Shit. Wow. Okay. This is amazing. I guess we're on the right podcast together. I guess so. Although it might not be very exciting if we're just Great. constantly uh, agreeing. So I'm sure we'll get to some more okay. differences as we go through these tropes. Okay. Last one. This is the third one. I feel like this will be a little... This is going to be hard, yeah. I think. Okay, right. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Dalton. Craig. Ah. Oh, here we go. Okay. Okay. So, Dalton. So, now we got to our, our, our third. Interesting. Why Dalton? Okay. Well. Real quick. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've, um, Dalton was kind of in the middle always for me, but, um, I do think, um, the style of his Bond has kind of reemerged mm. a little bit yeah. in, in this, you know, 2010 through now. Um, obviously with Daniel Craig too, mm -hmm. with his style. Um, and I, I, I like his bond. Um, my fiance, uh, I think she, he's one of her favorite bonds too. We've kind of rediscovered them during COVID and, um, yeah, I, I, th I, I like the style of his bonds. I think he could have even better with better writing in his you know, right. better scripts, better stories. Yeah. Um, third sure movie. We'll yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll get more. Yeah. Okay. How about Craig? So, okay. I, it's. I mean, a lot of people put Craig up because of him being the most modern Bond. I mean, he's the one that I honestly could say grew up. I mean, to put my age out there a little bit. I, When Casino Royale came out, I was six years old. So <laughs> growing up, I've seen nothing but Craig on all the, the Bond posters, all the Bond uh, promotional stuff. You know, He's kind of the Bond, I guess you could say, I grew up with. So he holds that kind of special, special piece. And, I mean, he's just overall – I. Got to see him, a little spoiler here to one of our episodes, but I got to see him in New York and Macbeth, and he's just as humble as he can be, and he's just a great character, I mean, great Bond, and as well as a great individual, um, but, you know, he has a little bit of everything, the suave, the style, and just the ruthlessness that even Dalton has, but... Uh, well, and I have to say that um, Craig probably pre... No Time to Die might have been my number uh -oh. three. Uh-oh. So that might be a little spoiler. Here comes No Time to Die talk, so we'll have to wait. That's a that, whole, that's whole other episode. That's not today. Yeah. Whole other episode. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I love, obviously, the style of, of Daniel Craig and what he brought, especially lifestyle-wise, um, yes. to what we do. Well, let's, before we move on from Bond, since mm -hmm. we kind of, the first two we, we both agreed upon, mm -hmm. um, Connery's our number one yes. for both of us, kind of setting the standard for, mm -hmm. for Bond. Um, and I think very true to, um, if not even maybe sometimes making better what Fleming wrote, really bringing out that, yeah, that, that style. Do you agree? I, don't I completely agree. Yeah, no, Connery really set the bar high um, for Bonds coming after him. Um, but he's always, one thing I love with his movies is you can always go back and watch them and they're as timeless as timeless can be. I mean, they're style-wise, location-wise, the action you know the iconic scenes of the db5 first seeing him in the db5 it's just it's it's timeless and i think that's one one good word to kind of capsulize the connery area is that it's absolutely. timeless you know I'm sure Dian you know diamonds are forever we'll talk about that <laughs> but you know absolutely. the rest the, the well, rest well and then brosnan was there both of our number two which i thought was interesting yes. because like I said, we, I said i'm a little bit older than mm -hmm. christopher um but um brosnan was definitely um he was my bond, mm -hmm. you know, growing up. Uh, Goldeneye was my first uh, first bond at the age of, 
whatever it was, seven or eight, something like that. I was very young. <laughs> uh, you know, I didn't quite get all the on a top references and things. Uh. Uh, but definitely, uh, I remember, uh, you know, I saw, I saw Goldeneye in the theaters, I don't know, countless mm. times that holiday season in 95. Mm. Um, and I remember all my Christmas presents were all Bond themed that oh, year man. and all those things. Uh, little toy guns and things that were you know created <laughs> one thing that i cannot wait for on the podcast is the fact that there is kind of that age gap b- between us because i cannot wait to question you about like what it was like growing up in the, in the 90s with that bond and like with all the like the promotional stuff and like because i mean i all i can do is, is imagining and see you know see pictures and stuff but that you know you actually tell me yeah pretty interesting. i was obviously younger um, right, but um, there definitely are differences to now. Yeah, you know, for sure. And to compare them to now, especially with like certain branding and yeah. certain type of different uh, promotional things that they had back then that they, they don't do now. So I that's just something that's kind of exciting that Absolutely. I feel like we could bring to to this as well. Well, let's go on to our next trope, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, the second one is Bond villain. Okay. Okay, so mm. I think this one we might disagree do you want to go first or do you want me to go first i'll go first because okay. i think if he steals it then i have to uh-huh. really quickly right, right, come right. up with a number two all right so i'm gonna have to say alec trevelyan this is my number one you stole mine again oh. how is this possible i can't believe it. i think two minds think alike two great minds think alike but okay he's the one i i can honestly say out of most of them, most of the Bond villains that actually gave Bond a run for his money. Yeah. You know, um, my second one, I think, hopefully it's not the same as yours, but I think it's kind of the same deal. But uh, why, 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 uh, why 006 for you? Yeah, I just, I think he, um, there's a real threat, you know. Yeah. I think that's always um, something you want. There's an acting element, I think, to great Bond, to make any villain mm-hmm. in any, you know, movie or whatever it might be. Um, but I think having that real threat to bond, um, you know, we've heard the, the equal, but I think just being a, a, being a real threat. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, that's a big part, um, yeah, of, of that. Okay. So I have to go to a number two. Number two. I'm going to see how quickly I can, uh, think on my feet. I think I'm going to have to go number two as it's a, is, I think I have to go number two as Goldfinger. Okay. Goldfinger. And, um, you know, I think the, the Goldfinger in the book might be a little bit more maniacal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I like that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But um, but it definitely, you know, when you think of the golf scene and those things, uh, it definitely is a classic Bond mm-hmm. um, villain in terms of um, still that same idea, that tete-a-tete, you know, yeah. with Bond going right there um and being able to mm-hmm. to to match bond uh in whatever way that may and obviously very interesting, interesting that trevelyan and goldfinger are totally different types of right villains. Uh, totally but yet opposite, they still but... have that yeah. element in common that i think makes a great bond right. villain well our next one mm-hmm. is bond henchman okay okay so i guess i'm gonna go first on this one because mm. you went first on the last mm. one okay well you kind of, like I said, I had to go to my second, but my favorite Bond henchman definitely is Odd Job. Okay. So it's, I, you know, same movie, I guess. Right. Um, and, um, but I, I just think Odd Job is like the de- definitive Bond henchman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has an iconic look, which I think is part of being a Bond henchman. 
Um, obviously, he has a menacing to him. And then I think also he gets um, a significant moment in the film with Bond, mm-hmm. which I think sometimes some Bond or Bond henchmen don't always get that significant moment you yeah. know, with Bond. Some of the, I think the great ones do, but they don't always. And I think that's, um, that's a really important part of, of being one of those yeah. elevated to one of those great henchmen. Okay, what's yours? I have to say uh, Rosa Klebb from Russia oh, with Love. Oh, that's a good because one. Because a couple reasons. Um, one, she just makes your skin, your skin crawl. Like every second she's like, her character is so so eerie, so kind of like, you, you, you know that she's just, and it's funny because it actually when you read the book, um, the, the Fleming novel, you get more insight on, mm-hmm. on her character. Absolutely. And that, really uh makes her character a lot more menacing i guess you can say for a, for a henchman she gets a lot of screen time too and even goes head to head with bond at the very end i was gonna say just to even think that that yeah. scene at the end of from yeah. love would even not seem completely ridiculous yeah. shows what kind of villain yeah. she is right that mm-hmm. she could kind of take him on and uh, right that could yeah. be something that, especially yeah. considering kind of the time period and the, yeah. the background right exactly um, I definitely think I would agree with that one as well. Yeah. Okay, well, our next one is favorite Bond girl. Oh, my favorite. All right. Ooh. Okay, Christopher, this is your chance. Okay. <laughs> I have to go Jane Seymour. Okay. It's my number one. Um, just because, I don't know, she just, at the time, she... she was just starting out as an actress. I mean, she she became you know famous and did a lot of great things. But her in, as a Bond character and just as, as a Bond woman and kind of still she was actually a really at the time had a very strong leading role because she was kind of the one that ran with the story, if you will, because she was the one who was you know telling the future with all the tarot cards and she was. Uh, at Bond's side, at even at a very st- early, and and you got to see like the, the way Bond kind of and Roger Moore's. I, I don't think any other Bond would have worked well with her either, unless it, it was is Roger Moore. How the, you the, know, the female right. leads really do connect. Yeah, we think of them with the Bond that they're with. And then, um, you're gonna be surprised at my second one, um, but it's actually a Par- uh, Paris Carver, just because the connection that. Her and the and again very Bondian connection. Right? Brosnan's Brosnan's portrayal of Bond and her connection. I just I don't know something about that just kind of like works. And those you know, those are my two. What about yourself? Okay, I think this one was hard for me. Because mm-hmm. um, I'll be honest, I don't. I'm not as into the Bond girl mm-hmm. part of things, and I'm not just saying that because I have a fiance who's probably going <laughs> to be listening. Yeah. Um, but I just never was as into that element of Bond. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I think my favorite is it's kind of well you did too so I guess I can do too. You did too. Uh, I like Pussy Galore. Okay, classic. Um, in terms of, um, you know, as a strong mm-hmm. Bond woman and um, and part of the plot, I like that she's mm-hmm. really engaged with the right. plot. Once again, that that kind of like the henchman where it's not just there but engaged. Mm-hmm. And then I think my my other like I can't say which one would be higher, but would be Vesper. From okay. Cinderella. Yeah. Um, and um, my only problem with Vesper, I'm not sure if I really like the ending part right. of with the not necessarily how it ends the movie, but 
kind of the acting piece of that. I'm not sure if it fits as well with the character. Yeah. All that we saw up to that point. Mm-hmm. And also, if like you said, if we've read the books, right? We kind of right. have a little bit more so There's a difference between um, the ending of the book with Vesper and then the movie. Definitely. Yeah. And I think, you know, it also gives you more character background. So when you start mm-hmm. thinking about a character, that, that adds that impact. Mm-hmm. But I think those would be my two. I'd have to there put those two as my two mongrels. So if you could pick one place to spend like a week and just be in the spirit of bond and do bond moments what bond location oh, would you man, pick this is hard well so are we doing place that we've never been to now you, you get a week here so a wait a week mm-hmm. in this place it could be anywhere anywhere any bond location this is hard because well once again spoiler for probably a next episode mm-hmm. um i just got back from England lucky <laughs> and we're talking about that more so I'm kind of as amazing as that was which probably still might be my number one mm-hmm. I'm gonna move away from that uh, mm. for right now um, a tough one why don't you go first I'm gonna let you go okay. first on this one so oh man think about it I know it's probably every Bond fan stream location but GoldenEye it's you know you have locations luxurious locations and you know london and and you know shanghai and all those other places where you can get the most luxury of feelings in in the city but to kind of escape and kind of just kind of sit down and know that fleming's presence was there whenever he wrote the books and those that area is where he walked it got inspiration and just to kind of bask in that location kind of feels like it should be on every single Bond's bucket list, which I'm pretty sure Absolutely. it is. But it's just it's just a place to also, you know, to find yourself and to just kind of enjoy what Fleming saw and what he used to create this whole franchise. Well, yeah. if you're going to be there a week, obviously, right. Jamaica has a lot of things yeah. too. A lot of rum. From... It's a lot of rum. <laughs> from Dr. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that too. Live and Let Die and yeah. all those things. Yeah, the two. Well, okay. Uh, you know, obviously Jamaica would be somewhere mm-hmm. on that list for sure. Um, and I think Bahamas would have to be there. Oh, yeah. I think right now, though, for me, I think, it w- well, I'm looking ahead to my honeymoon. Mm. Uh, I think Italy. It might mm. have to be Italy. I mean, obviously, right. No Time to Die in Matera. Yep. But, um, you know, in the new On the Tracks 007, the, new, the Italy book, right? That yeah. Out, like, uh, there's so much in, of, mm-hmm. of of Italy and so many movie of uh, Bond yeah. movies. And I do think that Italy kind of embodies a lot of the Bond lifestyle elements. Yep. Um, and the food's great. And, oh, yeah. And uh, beautiful country. So yes. uh, I think right now I'm going to go Italy. Very good choice. I, go. That was actually going to be my – that was between the top two, either uh, Matera or GoldenEye, just because that is such a beautiful city as well. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. oh, man. Well, we've kind of gotten off, obviously, the people. So now we're talking about locations. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go on to some of the tropes about uh, uh, the physical things, things, I guess oh, you yes. could say. Yeah, things. Yeah. The fun toys. Uh, toys. There's a good word. Uh, okay, favorite Bond car. Okay. Okay, I'm going first on this one. Go. go, go. I almost, I almost <laughs> said it. I think it. you go. might have this. I don't yeah. know if you have the same one or not. This is a hard one because right. some of these we put into a little bit of stipulations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like a certain, we okay, couldn't be this. You'll see this as we go. Mm-hmm. But um, obviously for the car, the DB5 
is like such an iconic thing. Mm-hmm. But I think for me, the uh, you know, if I'm gonna have a car, yeah, it would have to be the DBS from Casino Royale. Okay. All right. I stole it. See, this is the reason so why we did this together. We, our minds are like parallel. It's it's, it's kind of creepy at times, but no. Um, yeah, that's a gorgeous car. I mean, that is my ultimate dream car. Uh, I mean, if you're gonna go that, then I'm gonna go with the one from Quantum. I mean, yeah. it's the same vehicle. I mean, and the reason why I like it because I mean, being a car guy, I think 2008, 2009 was the last year Aston Martin did uh, manual, and I mean, I gotta have a manual and and, and that DV. Uh, DBS, oh gosh, both vehicles, and I got to see both of them in Bond Emotion, which we'll talk about in the future. Um, and the, they're just gorgeous works of art. I mean, it's they're perfect. They're not they're not too. I like to say, for lack of a better term, showy offy like some of the supercars now. Um, but a little bit different than like very elegant. The uh, you know from Spectre, right? Yeah. Or even the, uh, the, the Jaguar from Die Another Day. Like Absolutely. that was a little, <laughs> but, um, no, those, no, it's very, very similar taste in cars. Now let's see if we have, but not, neither of us would, uh, refuse to have a DB5. Right. Oh, very yeah, no, of course. Or, a, you know, I'll even take Vantage. the, I'll even take the one we that was in Matera, you know, wouldn't I... <laughs> refuse that. <laughs> so let's see if we have a similar, uh, liking and, and watch. What, oh, what if you could pick okay, a watch, well, Mr. Mr. Yeah. Omega here. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, we'll talk for sure about that, but I, yeah, yeah. you know, I don't have an Omega. So yet. Christopher's, yet. Uh, you know, elbowing me. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Probably, maybe it'll be part of a podcast episode. Yeah. Um, so my favorite, am I going? Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to go. Um, my favorite watch, this is a hard one because I feel like watches go so much with what outfit you're wearing, but mm-hmm. I think my just, if I was just going aesthetically, is the Spectre okay. Omega. I just love NATO. And I like NATO straps mm-hmm. are like my daily wear, my favorite to wear in terms of comfortability. Um, and I think the unique bezel is kind of cool. Yep. And um, yeah, I think it goes with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So I think if I just had one, um, if I had two, it might be different choices. Right. But if I just had one, I think the Spectre would be my favorite. Mm-hmm. How about you? Well, it's obviously is it one of the it, ones. It, is it, it one of the ones you have? That's what I want to know. It actually is going to be the one. One of the ones that okay. I have. It's going to be the Planet Ocean from Skyfall because okay. there's so many things about that movie. I mean, not only is it uh, my one of my favorite Daniel Craig's. It's it's out of my. It's a great film, and it came at a time that you know I was really immersing myself in into it and seeing a lot of things when it came to Bond. Um, but it's also Judy Dench's last movie. It's also my mom's favorite movie. Personal connections. Yeah, a lot of personal connections. It's the watch itself is, while it's a little bit chunkier than most of the other ones, it's very classic in design. The bezel is that uh, ceramic, you know, matte black and or black gray, and the the face is black. It's just it goes with any outfit. You can wear it dressed up. You can wear it uh, relaxed. You can wear it on the nato you can wear it on the metal band bracelet it's it's just so versatile and that's interesting because i know from from your talking to you and from your Mm -hmm. youtube videos that uh that really wasn't like your first choice no i mean now it's funny too it's become it's it's definitely grown on me since since actually getting to own it and and wearing it and and every day i mean it is such a beautiful watch and from every angle and, and i mean i can't uh obviously there's going to be more in the future someday <laughs> but <Keep coming. laughs> right you know um god 
this this hobby man um <laughs> but um no yeah that one's definitely and it, it's t- it's one of those that are timeless too it's like it's and the story that came along with it too and how i got it which again another podcast yeah, episode absolutely. but um or even my youtube video you guys can go and check, check that out, out. <laughs> um but that holds a very special you know it was given to me from a bond fan bond fan to a bond fan so that i, I couldn't have asked for a much more better experience from from a first omega so okay well from watches to gadgets mm-hmm. now a rule on this one is it can't be a gadget watch right, right? Yeah. it has to be something mm-hmm. different yeah. than a watch i'm gonna let you go first Already on know. this one all right i gotta say the ghetto blaster <laughs> i'm sorry i'm going with the ghetto blaster okay. that was fantastic i love that that just when i first saw that it was um God, Q saying that it was so hilarious. That was from the the Living Daylights, I believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. and 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 it was so. Oh my God, it's so funny. Like seriously, that was fantastic. I love it. I have to go that. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Okay, so <laughs> I don't know if this counts. You have to tell me if it counts as a gadget. I have a number two if it doesn't. Count. Okay. Um. So I think my the first choice, obviously, it's because it's kind of like the DB5, though. I feel like mm-hmm. of gadgets mm-hmm. is the briefcase from from russia with love okay yeah that's a good okay. one i mean is it a gadget kind of right oh but it I definitely mean, is yeah but uh i just think it's so i mean how many i know when i was a kid i had like the little spy briefcase right? yeah i mean that's like i think directly almost yeah. from that um so that probably would be my number one uh my the one from my heart though is probably the um the belt from goldeneye okay the with the uh, repelling cord or whatever yeah i just i remember when i was a kid i thought that was so cool yeah <laughs> see you, it's that's you're gonna get me into a, a little rant here but that's what i feel like the newer bond movies are lacking it's just that creativity of different gadgets you know well and i think there's well like i said this will be more yeah. i'm sure we'll go into more depth but the idea that um realistic gadgets can exist right? yeah realistic you know they can be things that are not just a computer as a gadget, right. but like real gadgets. Yeah. Um, but they can still be, you know, I guess they, I guess they just don't go in for that anymore. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what the future holds. I'm as sure we'll Q talk would more say. About the future yeah. as we go. Well, both of us are into the the sartorial elements of Bond. Yes. Uh, that's kind of how we really got into it. Yeah. Right? You were on that style panel. That's yep. where I, we, um, and obviously I've been into Bond style for, uh, not since I was a little kid, but probably since, Oh, die another day but mm-hmm. then especially casino royale because that's when i yeah. actually started having a little money where i could find frugal alternatives mm-hmm. and things and the, the casualness too yeah. of casino well so we decided that for this the style part we want to divide this into three different categories because mm-hmm. it was too hard otherwise right um so tuxedo suit and then casual look right right and this is all rapid fire right yeah yeah so okay. quick so favorite tuxedo from the Bond series. All right. So, Tuxedo, hands down, Skyfall. That Macau. Okay. Oh, Midnight beautiful. Blue. Midnight blue, Shaw lapel, gorgeous. I just, that looks so great. That will be my wedding tuxedo. Hands okay, down. Okay, I don't long. care what she says in the future. That's okay. gonna, that's, that's, that's it. I'm sorry. Uh, tux, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, suit. Ooh. Ooh. I thought this was the hardest. Point. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, I got to do Sean Connery's uh, navy blue from Rush- from Russia with Love. Okay. That just the one from the end of the movie. Yeah. Okay. 
And then um, casual look. Oh. I'm trying to think. When I think casual, the cool thing about casual and bond is like I, I picture myself wearing it because I it's so much easier to wear. So I kind of think of th- things that I wear a lot more. And I got to say, honestly, the classic, even though we see it for like two seconds, the RGT. Okay. That, that, I love that look. I love the jacket. And it's just, it's just a really comfortable. Absolutely. Look. So that's, that's my. Okay, go-to. those are your three. Yep. Okay, my three, I'll, I can go quick as well. Tuxedo is the Casino Royale. Okay. Uh, that is going to be my wedding tuxedo. Uh, well, maybe not that one, but based on that. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, we'll see. You got, you we'll got, see, you we'll got see what pieces. I can find. You got pieces. Okay, we'll see what I can so, find. He's got pieces. Um, but yeah, that, I just, the classicness of yeah. that tuxedo. Um, as a musician, the peak lapel really works for my performance elements, so I can mm-hmm. wear it for different things. Yeah. Um, obviously, some of the fit elements might be adjusted a little bit. Uh, those are easily done mm-hmm. right, for 2022. But I think the overall pieces of that tuxedo are so classic they could go anytime yeah um suit um this changes the suit changes for me probably um i do love the suits in quantum just the basic oh yeah elements of them but for my suit i think i've got to go with the glenn check suit Mm -hmm. because i just that's what i think of when i think of bond um but not the one from goldfinger i think the one from from rush with love i'm not really a three-piece suit kind of guy um and so the Mm -hmm. istanbul glenn check uh, just classic. Yeah. And of course, it was kind of you know uh, some inspiration I think for uh, the one in No Time to Die yeah. too. So there has that connection. That as is well. yeah. And then casual look. You know, I kept thinking, is it warm weather, or cold weather? Because like those are very different things. But we gotta just choose one. Um, so I think I have to go. While the sun spell is such an important thing. Oh in, yeah. You know all of our favorites, but I think I've got to go with the end of Skyfall, uh, the barber. Mm. And the peel sweater and the Crockett and Jones boots, mm-hmm. just everything. Uh, even though we live in a place where right now outside it's, it's one hundred five five yeah. degrees, <laughs> <laughs> um, I just that look to yeah. me is so classic. And you you were rocking it at Skyfall concert, man. Hey, that that, that was a you know, it was so cool. Another episode we can talk about, but yeah, but yeah you know, it was awesome. It's I just to me that look has it will never go out of style. Yeah, and I just think it's so so classic. So. That is my, that's my casual yeah. look. Okay, well, we just have two more. The next one I'm excited for because you are a magician, so I'm excited. To... I'm a musician, not a magician. Ma- ma- I, I can't well, really pull things out of my, uh, my well, hat, per um, se, but <laughs> someday. Maybe. Magician that is a musician, they're all the same. You're, yeah. And we're talking about title songs, <laughs> yeah. right? Not, now we, this is another one, the stipulation. Right. No Bond theme. Right. Right. So no bond. So theme. not Obviously the actual love, bond. We theme. love the bond right. theme. Yeah. You know, thinking of mm-hmm. uh, Monty Norman who passed yeah. away right recently. Yeah. But um, yeah. So favorite title song. Do you want me to go first, or do you want to go first? Uh, go first. Okay, yeah. I'll go first. Um, musician, go first. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, one of the things that I do as a musician is obviously I, um, I have Christopher noses, but mm-hmm. I I also play in a Beatles tribute band. Um, so. I have to go with the classic. Mm-hmm. I would say this is one that could be a Bond theme, but it would just be a great song otherwise. Live and Let Die. Yep. Um, and just a classic song. And uh, there's a lot of Bond themes that I like, or several especially, that are really top. But um, to me, that's that's beyond Bond for yeah. me. And so that's why i got to put that number one. Um, so i got to go with uh, Never Say Never Again. Uh, I absolutely... No, I'm just kidding. 
You're shocking me, Christopher, <laughs> with your with your answer. Here. Right? Uh, I love how that came out so quick. That uh, was gonna be like, who are you, Christopher? <laughs> right, let's end the. We podcast, are not the same yeah. people anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, I gotta say, Skyfall. Honestly, that that I love the big. I, I'm I'm for the big brass, the big band sound, the strings, the classic spy feel. And I think Skyfall just encapsulated all of that. Uh, Adele was fantastic. And also, too, uh, it's been noted that Daniel Craig says that's his favorite out of all the ones that he's done. I think so. You know, I mean, I think she did and they did, the production team, Mm -hmm. something I didn't think could be done. I I mean, I've I've been kind of critical of Bond themes, I would say, in more recent years, Mm -hmm. you know, even since, you know, Brosnan. Yeah. Um, I I liked Casino Royale, though. But it was a very different style, right? Oh, yeah. Very different style. And, um, but just, you know, making one of the most classic, I think, um, Bond themes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Skyfall as well. Um, absolutely. Okay. Well, our last is our top three Bond movies. Okay. Top three Bond movies. This should should totally not last 15 minutes, but you know, you never know. (laughs) This is going to be quick. Yeah. We promised you guys, we promised ourselves we'll be quick. These things later, but (laughs) top three Bond movies. Okay. These these can overlap, so I'm not as worried. Okay. Good. Because we'd be here for a half hour. But we'll see if we do the same ones. I don't know if we're going to have the exact same. Okay. Go first. Okay. Cool. I'll go first. I'm going to have to say Goldfinger, number one. Skyfall number two, and Ooh. Tomorrow Never Dies number three. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Can give tell us a little bit just Goldfinger. Briefly. Goldfinger for obviously it's it's iconic. Iconicness. It's 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 obviously been a part of Bond history as well as movie history. You know, with all the things taken from it and from. In the past, after it was made, I mean, it was the quintessential Bond movie, I believe. It had the cars, it had the gadgets, it had the Bond, had everything. Um, Skyfall, just because I think that was when Craig was honestly at his best. Um, he felt like, it almost felt like he was in the role. He was um, comfortable, and it looked great. I mean, every, like we were talking about the song, it had the song, it had the, the DB5 back, and then that ending scene was just fantastic um and then tomorrow never dies because again pierce was my second favorite bond and i think again that whole idea of uh him just in the role and him comfortable as bond that was when he was the most comfortable is when he was in tomorrow never dies and this just has so many fun cool bond moments and i, I just it has that modernness but yet still had the fun gadgets and you know funny gadgets and you know quippy lines and stuff like that as the older bonds had but it with the more modern twist so that's yeah. why i gotta go there you're now well, your I turn think, i think probably like most bond fans our movies shift a little bit oh, that's how it is with music mm-hmm. for me too you know yeah um during the pandemic um my fiance and i we watched uh all the bond movies she had never seen lots most of them um and i had i had seen them obviously but um and then afterwards we both did a ranking that was the rule. So, like, as we went through, oh. we ranked and kind of, um, and I think since then, this was whatever a couple of years ago. Mine have changed a little bit. Like I said, they're they're kind of the same group at the top, but they change. Uh, so for today, in July of twenty twenty two, okay. Um, I think 
I'll keep my number one as the same that was on that, which was surprising to me. Mm-hmm. It was Thunderball. Mm. And I don't I just really enjoyed watching it was just like a it was it was like everything I wanted Bond to be. It was really, yeah. really great when yeah. we watched it and I think it's still it's still I'm gonna keep it there for now until great someone film. changes it. Yeah. Um I'm surprised No Time to Die didn't make you number one. Uh <laughs> once again, another episode, Christopher. Like, don't get him started. If guys. there is another episode if he keeps pushing me. Do we'll not see. get him started. <laughs> um number two I'm gonna have to say from Russia with Love. Mm-hmm. Um, I just to me that's one of the Bond movies where like I can almost always be in the mood to watch it. It's such a that just classic spy movie. Yeah. Um, and then number three has to be Goldeneye because, like I said, that's kind of my my original Bond movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there definitely would be some Craig up there as well. Yeah. Casino Royale, Skyfall. Yes. Even yeah, Spectre. I like Spectre. No. Um, minutes of the movie i don't like but yeah. a lot of it i like <laughs> um but um but definitely those the, i think for right now like i said in in in, in july of 2022 mm-hmm. those would be my three but yeah. don't hold me to it next next episode might be totally right <laughs> so how you feeling i'm i think that was a great opportunity for people to get to know a little bit about some mm-hmm. of our interests i feel like sometimes we we know people we know about them but we don't always know uh especially specific things about them about Bond. Yeah. So this is a great opportunity and I'm sure some will agree, some will disagree. Right. That's the that's fun the, of what yeah, we do, right? Yeah, I was going to say that. Um and, and and this is I mean, I think this was fantastic and I cannot wait to continue doing more episodes and more content with you. Absolutely. And We've got some big things on the have, on the horizon. We have and, a lot of big things. Uh, excited to get going on yeah. on the next steps. Yeah. So that being said, guys, thanks for hanging out with us and and being a part of the intro video and um getting to know us, getting to know uh, me a little bit more, and then especially getting to know my co-host, my partner in crime, David. Uh, we're going to be bringing the best of the best that we can to you guys and just having fun with it. That's that the, that's the name of the game. It's just talking Bond and having fun. But that being said... Um, Why don't you tell them a little bit about our next... We're going to give you a little taste because as Bond fans, we like to go and live out the Bond lifestyle and locations. I know... David has just gotten back from some locations. I've just gotten back from locations. So we're going to talk about our recent trips and what we did, what we bought, what we encountered. Some and experiences, some, some experiences. things to share. Oh, yeah. Hopefully maybe help also some people right. that if they're going to some of these yeah. places might so, have some, uh, some tips and things like that as yeah. well. Very excited to jump into that one. But you guys have to show up to hear exactly what went down. So be there. We'll be uh, posting anywhere we, you can get your podcasts. Uh, but, David, thanks for a wonderful time. And I'm sure we'll be posting some updates on uh, – you'll be posting some updates yeah. about the um, podcast and when new ones are coming out and things on yeah. your Instagram page. Yes. You for right now, uh, if you want to be up on the latest on uh, the anything and everything to do with those Bond Guys podcasts, uh, just follow me on Instagram at that one Bond Guy, and I'll be posting updates and previews and fun things and – connecting with you guys there so again if you guys want to get in contact and and maybe even be a part of the podcast i would love Absolutely. to hear from you well we're looking forward to it and we will see everyone next time on those bond guys podcast when you were young and your heart was an open book you used to say live and let live
this ever-changing world in which we live in makes you give in and cry. Say live and let die.